This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Okay, so the halachot of the nine days, for some reason it's a subject that uh, the question comes up very, very, uh, you know, I've, I get a lot of questions in regards to the nine days for some reason, and uh, every rabbi does, and I think the reason is because... Uh, there is so many different levels in the Avelut that we do for the Churban. We get confused. What's Mutar now? What's Mutar this year? What's Mutar next year? So I want to present it in a way to make it uh, as simple as possible. Okay? I mean, as, as simple as possible. We have five levels that of, of Chumrah. There's the three weeks, and then it goes into the nine days, after the nine days, you have Shavua Shechalbo. After Shavua Shechalbo, there's Erev Tisha Be'av, and then there's Tisha Be'av itself. That's the five levels of, of, of stringencies. During the three weeks, it's very simple. It's a time that it's a Midat Adin, and we stay away from anything of danger. And we don't say the Bracha of Shechianu because it's not an auspicious time. So, the three weeks, we're not going to discuss today. It doesn't have... So many ramifications. We don't get married during that time as well, according to many, many poskim. But the nine days is what we're going to discuss this uh, now, because the nine days is what we are in. We just started the nine days, and this year, according to most poskim, we don't have shavua shechal botisha beav. We don't have the week that tisha beav fell in, right? Because. Uh, since Tisha B'Av is on Shabbat, the Shulchan Aruch brings two opinions and he seems to be posek like the opinion that there is no Shavua Shechalbo this year. So we're basically left with the nine days. What halachot are particular to the nine days? So there's a Mishnah, there's a there's Gemara in Halacha, and then there's Minhag. So we'll go one by one. What is written in the Mishnah regarding the nine days? What is the principle that you have to guide yourself these nine days? It doesn't make a difference what Ida you're from. The, 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 the answer is like this. It says in the Mishnah, Mishenichnas av mima'atin besimcha. Once Chodesh Av enters, we diminish in Simcha. Diminishing in Simcha has different manifestations that the Mishnah brings. And we'll go one by one. Number one is not necessarily in order the Mishnah, but number one, we'll, we'll talk about what does just mi'ud besimcha in general mean? Diminishing in simcha. Which means one of the things that some poskim bring is not to be as making as many jokes this week as, as, as you normally would. Just tone it down a little bit. Mima'atin besimcha. Doesn't mean you have to walk around Totally depressed, but it has to mean that you have to remember we are in a time of avilut. It's a, it's like Rabbi Tzion writes. It's like the avilut of Shloshim. He writes that regarding Shavu Shechalbo. But the concept of it's not the avilut of the day. That's Tisha Be'av. That's like a person Chas Shalom is an avil. But it's an avilut of let's say Shloshim. You don't you don't you don't joke around. Uh, many 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 poskim say to go to an amusement park during this time. It, uh, it, it's, it, it's not appropriate for people to go to amusement parks during this time of Tishat Yamim of the nine days. Once again, even though the Sephardim don't follow Shavu Shechalbo, 
but there is a basic halacha of of mishenichnas av mimaatin besimcha. Same thing is to have a party during these days. A person wants to have a major birthday party. That doesn't. That that's not the proper thing. Now, somebody asked me the following. He wants to make a Chanukah tabayit this week. So, what would be by a Chanukah tabayit? The truth is, he could have made a Chanukah tabayit a long time ago. Well, it depends what you consider a Chanukah tabayit. If a Chanukah tabayit is ten men sitting together saying a tikkun for the house and then having a few cashews out on the table, that's fine because that's a tikkun of Torah, and that can be done anytime, even if you could have done it beforehand. But if it's a, uh, uh, the, the Sefer Chazon Ovadia, Rav Ovadia Yosef actually discusses, it says Chanukah Tabayit is allowed. Whereas if it's going to be that you're going to invite all your friends, you're going to make a party, you say, oh, it's a mitzvah, why not? That's not appropriate during this time. You could have done it another time. You're just moving, you're, anyways, you're not supposed to move into us during the nine days. So it's just because you didn't do it beforehand. Furthermore, let's say you're making a Si'udat Pereda, which means that you're, uh, you're, you're, uh, you're, uh, your friend is leaving and you want to make a little bit of gathering. That's also a mitzvah. At the, you know, it's the end of the Zman by a lot of uh, yeshivot, and that's the last time that they can make a siudah for their friend leaving. So siudah de pereda, uh, it would also be allowed. I'm reading over here, I have a lot of halachot that I'm taking from the Sefer Shoshanat, he said, based on the Psakim of Rav Shlomo Miller. And once again, when we think the first faradim, it could be, it's, it, it's a little bit different, I'll mention it. The same thing too, but this week, Monday night, is the Hilula of the Arizal. Right? Hey, hey, uh, uh, hey, Av. The Hilula of the So somebody wants to make a siudat Hilula, that would be allowed. Because once again, it's not a party. You're not, if you are going to make it to a party, that's something else. You're, you're doing it as a siudat Mitzvah and a, 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 siudat, a siudat for Kiddushin. Okay. Um, another thing is that you diminish in your business, business-wise. You don't enter new ventures. Masao matan shel simcha. The Bet Yosef already discusses that there are different levels. What does that mean? Masao matan shel simcha. And, and, and the Bet Yosef writes that lehalacha nowadays, what, you, what, we're, what we do in order to make a living is allowed. And nowadays, everything basically is considered making a living. So basically, everything that we do nowadays is allowed. But if you want to enter a major venture, a major partnership, it's better to wait till after Tisha B'Av. Now, once again, it all depends on the nature of the business. And if the business is that you're going to lose such a deal or whatever, that's something different. But if it's like entering new ventures to try to get a, to, to a new level, that should be uh, that, that should be until after Tisha B'Av. Now, the, um, the, the, the concept of Masao Matan Shil Simcha is also not buying new luxury things. So if you want to buy your new car now, it's not appropriate. The Igrot Moshe Chelek Gimel of Orachim Siman Pe says that buying a new car now is forbidden. But if you need it for work, you need a delivery truck. That's going to be allowed because once again, it's it's a basic it's a it's a basic business expense. Leasing a car this, over here it's brought down in the in uh, by the Psakim of Shlomo Miller is 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 permitted. Leasing a car would be permitted because when a person is leasing a car, basically he's not getting tremendous simcha. It's not. It's not that he bought a, a, a an item; he's leasing it. <laughs> Nowadays, uh, different people every single year they, they 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 try to lease a different fancy car. I don't know, maybe if you think you got you get tremendous imchafer, maybe you should avoid it. But basic leasing car uh, would would be uh, would, would be. So you get more simchafer from leasing than from buying. Yeah. If you're buying, you're stuck with it. You're, you're buying, you're stuck with it. That's a good point. That's a good point. 
Yeah, if a person feels that he gets more simcha, uh, it could be should be machmir if it's like something special for him. It's a special car for him. Now, um, buying a buying a house if you don't have a place where to live. So once again, buy that's that's called a basic necessity. That's one thing. But let's say you're just closing in on a property now. You should try to avoid closing during this week, even if the closing doesn't. Uh, this was another question I was asked this week. Even the closing doesn't doesn't uh, doesn't require any particular action on your part. The fact that the the deal is closing, there's an amount of simcha, and if you're able to push the closing closing off till after till after tisha b'av, that would also be that would also be appropriate. That would also be that's that that's that that's what it would be. But let's say you're just entering a contract, you're entering escrow, or you're signing a contract, that that's not a problem because you're not doing the final action of closing of the simcha, right? Um, so anything to do with preparing for a wedding that is going to bring tremendous simcha, that's written in the Mishnah as well. Masao matan shel simcha or binyan shel simcha. That also has to be avoided. So buying all different things for bar mitzvah or whatever else, if you could keep it till afterwards. That's also that. That's also okay. Now, if it's basic items like you're just buying some paper plates, then it's not going to bring you so much simcha. That's okay. And we're going to see that this is the theme as as we go along. Buying different items for the house. For example, somebody wants to to, to buy a new uh, dining room set that should be avoided during the nine days. Let's say his oven is broken. He needs to buy a new oven. That's a basic necessity. That's allowed during the nine days. A small microwave oven or a toaster, that would be allowed. But buying important kidim that bring a person simcha, it should be avoided. Also, what does binyan shel simcha mean? Now, now, let's go to the next category. Building. What is called building of simcha? Anything that, that, is, um, that, that is considered that he is making a, 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 a big... Uh, 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 beautifying the place that would be forbidden. So, for example, painting. Why did a person's painting? He freshens up the place, and usually that's a very good time for them to paint now during the nine days. Bialacha, a person should avoid painting during the nine days. Whereas, if it's doing basic framing work or basic drywalling work, that might that is going to be allowed. Now, if you have a contractor, this is an important point. You have a contractor that works on his own. He has to get the job done by a certain time. Doesn't matter if he works during the nine days. Or if he works afterwards, double with double staff, but it's a contractor. Could he work during the nine days? So we learned about in Shabbat. We learned that even if you have a non-Jewish contractor, he shouldn't work on Shabbat. As a matter of fact, the Kolal's building a building over here on between uh, on Pico between Shenandoah and Bedford. You'll see we have a sign up there. No construction is being done here on Shabbat and Yom Tov. So people understand that there's no 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 ta'in whatsoever even if the non-Jews are the workers but we are uh, uh, and we're not, not paying them per hour and they're paying on their own it's allowed so it's it's not allowed so why because there's ta'in. there's people who are suspicious that there might be work being done now during the nine days the we're not machmir on 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 a, a non-Jewish contractor so if you have a non-Jewish contractor he would be allowed to work if you want to if you want to avoid it tavolah bracha but a non-Jewish worker would be allowed to keep on building your, your, your property. But if you yourself are paying per hour, that's the same thing as you doing uh, molding and all those type of things during the nine days, it should be, it should be avoided. Um, same thing, wallpaper, whoever does that nowadays. <laughs> or, or, uh, or, or landscaping. Landscaping is a big question because on one hand, there's a lot of basic work that has to be done for landscaping. 
that is that is just in order to keep the property going. So uh, uh, watering and and uh, and pruning, all of that is permitted. But if you want to add on new bushes and making it more uh, more expansive and more beautiful, that should be avoided during the nine days because that's called a mas- that's called the binyan. Uh, that's called a binyan shel simcha. Okay, we're going to go further in Basav but anybody who has to leave, you're welcome to go. I don't, I don't people have schedules. I don't, uh, I don't take it personally at all, but I'm going to continue in two more subjects. And the next one is going to be meat and wine. Now, meat and wine is not written in the Gemara. In the Gemara, in the Mishnah, it's written that uh, that seudata mafseket, one does not have meat. Anybody who has meat and wine during seudata mafseket, He's not going to be Zochein Roy the Binyan Yerushalayim. And indeed, there are communities, the Teimanim in particular, that eat meat and drink wine during the nine days. And during, during Seudat HaMavseket, they, uh, uh, they don't have meat and wine. However, the Minhag of the Sfaradim and the Minhag of the Ashkenazim universally is to abstain from meat and wine during the nine days. Because that is a manifestation of mima'atin besimcha, we we minimize simcha. Let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. If somebody, if somebody, if somebody is going to engage in the same type of high level foods, he's going. He's he's just going to always. He, imagine you're going to take your friend there. You're going to say, "I'm going to bring you out for a lasagna." It's not the same thing. It's not the same thing. You bring him for a steak. You bring him something something important. That's called mima'atin besimcha. And I want to bring you an example that it's only a minhag because in the city of Saloniki and, and uh, the Shulchan Gavoah says that they used to have wine. Uh, um, was it the Shulchan Gavoah? One of the sources writes that they, they, they used to have wine. So the minhag in certain Greek communities is that they would abstain from meat and would have wine. So that's an example that it's only a davar shela, that, that's, a, that's, only a, that's only a minhag. So... It's a minhag of not having meat and wine during the night. We abstain, most Sfaradim explain, Shulchan Aruch brings different opinions, but we abstain during the nine days of having meat and wine. Okay? And this includes, what, what includes uh, uh, meat? Not anything vegetarian. Anything that's meat, chicken also we abstain from. However, however, uh, uh, wine includes also grape juice. But Rabbi Sina Bashaul says other alcoholic beverages. It doesn't include it, and he has a whole uh, he has a whole explanation that the reason why we abstain from meat and wine during these days is to show more of a of, of uh, uh, during the time of the Beit Hamikdash they would bring korbanot of meat and then they would makriv nesachim. So it's a remember of korban Beit Hamikdash. But the simple explanation is is that wine brings a special type of simcha. Alcoholic beverages, there was never a minhag to abstain from. Again, if it was a halakha written in the Mishnah, it could be we would abstain from everything. But it's a minhag. Minhag is wine and not alcoholic beverages. Grape juice, on the other hand, is always treated like wine. It's treated wine for kiddush, and if it's treated wine, we stay away. Even though it doesn't bring tremendous simcha, but it, uh, it, it's, it's, it, it's, it's part of the package deal of refraining from wine. Which means that during the 90s also, if you have a dish that has wine in it, there's certain types of ices, for example, that are made out of grape juice, or certain type of, of sor- sorbets that have wine in it, and you taste the wine. You shouldn't have that during the nine days. You shouldn't have that during the nine days. Uh, but let's say you have a meat pot that you cook something. That's fine. That could, part of that's something fine because that's not the that's not the meat itself. And even if it was ben yomo and it has a and it was kharif or whatever else you want to say, that would be permitted during uh, uh, during the nine days. 
I'm not going to get into the subject of Siyum. Uh, that's a whole different subject because there are some places, for example, there are some camps that they think that for the children it's very difficult to abstain during the nine days. So they have a Siyum every day. Somebody makes a... Uh, a completion of a masechta, so it's like a sudat mitzvah. Now that they would be able to have uh, to, to have meat, unfortunately, this halacha got abused. I heard that there are restaurants in the in in the East Coast. God forbid that they have they have some person that they pay there that he finishes a masechta and he's there every half hour. So people coming in that they want to order ribs, they can have a guy doing a masechta. What connection does he have to them? What is it? <laughs> no simcha over there, but uh, they they. they can't stay away from ribs for too long. That's, I guess, the theory is. Yes? That's an excellent question. There are restaurants that are open. There are restaurants that are open. Revolvad Yosef has a chuva about it, but in, in, in America it's a little bit different. It could be that the restaurants that are open for the non-Jewish customers. It could be there are restaurants open for non-Jewish customers. You have to remember, this is a minhag. Or maybe it's open for the teimanim. Maybe it's open for the teimanim. <laughs> maybe there's enough business. I don't think... Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, you have to know who's the who eats out so much. But uh, the uh, the uh, they definitely have a fish menu. But sometimes where it's uh, it's it's um, it's for non-Jewish customers, that's why they would remain open in that regard. Okay, and one last thing we're going to speak about is is washing during the nine days. Washing during the nine days. In halacha, the Shulchan brings two opinions: whether one one is allowed to wash during the nine days and just refrain from Shavuot Shechal Boti Shabbat, which wouldn't apply nowadays, now this year, or all of nine days. Lehalacha, most Sephardic poskim are lenient for Shavuot Shechal That means this year one would be able to wash. However, there are those who are machmir for the nine days. There are Moroccan communities that are machmir for the nine days. And washing, you have to understand also what the concept of Washing. Washing doesn't mean you have to go around and smell, <laughs> which is which is a misconception. Rechitza means once again a manifestation of miut simcha, of diminishing simcha and miut ta'anug, and a diminishing of pleasure. A diminishing of pleasure. Whenever hachamim talk about taking showers, was hot showers, was that you would go into a bathhouse and you would take a hot shower. As a matter of fact, the Sefer Shulchan Gavua brings in Saloniki, the Minagwas, that even on the 8th of Av, people would go swimming in the, in the river. People would go swimming in the river. Which means because that wasn't the manifestation, that, that wasn't Simcha, that was just like washing off. And, 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 and uh, the Sefer Gedulat Alisha also brings in Baghdad, that was also a similar custom, that people, w- that people would wash in cold water. So, there are, so, so washing in cold water or even warm water, which is not it's just to get the bite of the cold off, with as much shampoo as you want, is not what is forbidden during the nine days. It's taking a hot shower. So those who warm machmina during the nine days, it's taking a shower. And that is, because it became so hard for people, they, they started saying, well, we can't do the whole thing, so let's just be lenient. If you follow what the concept of the halacha is, that's what, that's what, the, that, that's, that's what it is diminishing from simcha and ta'anug. What about swimming lessons nowadays? Because this brings us to swimming, and this I'm going to finish. Mi'ikar <clears throat> if the washing would be permitted, so you'd be allowed to swim also, because the reason why you're not allowed to swim during the nine days, it's not because of sakana, because let's say it's a baby pool. Let's say, uh, uh, it, let's say there's no sakana in... Ocean is something you should stay away during the nine days, even for svaradim, even if you're allowed to wash... 
The ocean is a, is a dangerous place. Rav Osner discusses this. He doesn't like it even, uh, even uh, it could be, if I'm not mistaken, even during the three weeks. But we're makel during the three weeks. But the nine days, it's something that we that, 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 that there's always tragedies. Well, I'll this year also, there's tragedies in, in, in water parks and the like. But during the nine days, it's a time where if you say there's no sakana, you would be allowed to swim. However, this is where, this is where it's, it's a fine, it, there's a fine difference. It's definitely a manifestation of extra simcha. So the minhag of Ami said was to stay away from water activities, especially during the nine days. They say this in the name of Rav Moshe Feinstein, and they say this as well that this is this is what the minhag of most of of, of the communities in in Am Yisrael stay away from swimming during the nine days. Now, if it's a child who doesn't know how to swim and he's he's getting swimming lessons, there is a there's room to be lenient. Once again, because you're a lot, especially for Sfaradim, you're a lot of wash during the nine days. And even for Ashkenazim, it's not clear if going in cold water is called a manifestation of, of simcha. So, Karadin would be like, Sefer Kobetz Alachot, or Psakim Rishmul Kamenetsky brings, that it's, it's not ra'ui for older people to swim, or even to take swimming lessons during the nine days, but it seems to be for that for children, and Nishat HaTzorech, Poskim say that, that, that it could be allowed, as long as you take extra precaution of safety. But these are things that are more dependent on what the general minhag of Klal Yisrael was. So let's just recap. We diminish in simcha, we diminish in jokes, we diminish in parties, we diminish in building, we diminish in, 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 in even new business ventures and new acquisitions. And we also diminish in the way we eat and we also diminish in, in, in the activities that we do. Chazaku Baruch. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.